Hey guys, Gordon here. I just want to take a second and thank you for downloading our episode, listening to our episodes, sharing our episodes, tagging us on social media and helping us grow our mission. It means everything to me. And from here uh, to continue growing where we're at, please consider throwing us a small donation just to help grow the mission, support the team, support the infrastructure and continue to build the Permafit name. Thank you all so much. We love you. We'll talk to you soon. What is up, guys, and welcome to the Strength of Body and Mind podcast. My name is Gordon Light. I'm going to be your host. Welcome to the show. Now, in this show, we talk about all things fitness and health related so that you can craft a high performance body and mind for continued success and results. This content is totally free, so if you did get value out of it, please go over to iTunes and leave me a rating and review. I would appreciate that so much. Now let's dive right into the show. What is going on, guys? Welcome to the art of weight loss. Now, if you're listening to this on the podcast, welcome to the Strength of Body and Mind podcast. And if you want to check out these lives, because I am doing this live on a video right now, uh, if you want to check out these lives and be able to, to chime in and drop comments and whatnot, then head over to Facebook and look for my free Facebook group. It's called The Art of Weight Loss. And a link to that will be in the show notes below. So you can just go and click that. It'll take you right there and you can ask to join and, and I'll add you to the group. Uh, likewise, if you are watching this on Facebook, on replay, or maybe you're you're going to be on here live um, and you want to listen to to stuff like this, content like this, in addition to what I put here in the Facebook group, just other stuff that I also post on the podcast, then go over to iTunes or um, Spotify or Stitcher, Google Play, and um, and check out the podcast. The podcast is called the Strength of Body and Mind Podcast. And uh, if you subscribe to that or you check it out and you get value out of an episode, then um, what would be awesome is, again, if you get value out of it, then head over to iTunes and leave me a rating and a review. That would mean everything to me. And, um, and let me know in that rating or in that review what was impactful to you. What did you get value? What specifically provided value to you? What did you learn? What was insightful? What was helpful? And what would you want to hear more of? Okay, I'd appreciate that. So, all right, guys. So what are we talking about today? Predictability, predictability. And my question for you is, and this is the question you should be asking yourself, is, is your strategy predictable? Are your fitness results predictable? Is what you're doing now giving you predictable results? In other words, whatever you're doing right now, whatever program you're following or whatever diet you're using or whatever you're doing, whether you came up with it yourself or you got it from someone else, it doesn't matter. Is it providing you predictable results? Do you know exactly what is coming on the back end of that? Because most people don't. They don't even think about that. They might have a goal, and that goal might be, I want to lose 50 pounds, but they don't really know how to do it, so they start doing something. And by the way, any action is better than no action, of course. Um, <laughs> if you're listening to this on the podcast, you, you probably know that the first episode I ever put out was a, was about moving your body, okay? The importance of movement. So any action is better than no action, of course, right? So if you're thinking, man, how do I lose 50 pounds? I know I need to lose 50 pounds, but I don't know how to lose 50 pounds. If you just start doing something, okay, that's always going to be a, to be better than doing nothing, right? Of course. Um, you know that I talk about strategy a lot. If you've been following me for any amount of time, you know that I talk about strategy. And strategy is important. When I talk about strategy, I'm talking about 
what specific movements are you doing? What sort of cardio are you doing if you're doing any? What weightlifting are you doing? What, what specifically are you doing with your body to get that result? And that is important, right? But all of that aside, if you don't know the right strategy, any movement is better than no movement, okay? Um, so I just want to be clear about that. So a lot of people tend to get stuck in that analysis paralysis kind of thing. And they think about the strategy too much to the point where they don't do anything. And that's always, that's always bad. That's always going to set you back more and more and more and more and more. But here's the thing. If you don't have a strategy, chances are your results are not predictable. If you don't have a strategy that makes sense, that is customized for you, that was created around you and more importantly, your goals, and all the variables that feed into that, like your age, the equipment that you have access to, the things you enjoy doing, uh, your experience, your level of experience. If all those things aren't taken into account when the strategy is created, then chances are the strategy is not going to get you to your goal anyway. And likewise, it's probably not going to provide you any predictability. All right. Um, same thing goes for nutrition. If you're just eating things that seem like they're a good idea, and they see you, they seem like they are uh, healthy, right? And they they they're talked about a lot as like superfoods or whole foods that are clean or whatever. Then that's great and all, but does it actually map to your goals? Does it actually map to your goals? Is it providing real predictable outcome? Probably not, right? And that's not that's not always fun or easy to admit. You know, if you're making what appear to be good decisions. And your argument is that, well, I'm eating clean foods. I'm eating whole foods. I'm eating organic stuff. I'm eating all whatever. Um, I'm eating plant-based food, whatever. Things that seem like a good idea, then that's great and all. But are you actually getting results? And why do you think you're going to get results? Is it because someone said that those are the right things to eat? Right? Are those exercises that you're doing, did someone say that those are the right exercises to be doing? to get your result. So a lot of people never take the time to really think about these things and they start doing something. They start taking some action, which again is good. That's a good thing. But then they either get a little bit like just a few results in the beginning and then stop getting results after that, or they never get results at all. And a lot of times it's because the strategy is wrong and that leads to this lack of predictability right? It leads to this lack of predictability. So before I even get into what, what predictability is, and by the way, predictable results is something you can get to by the way. But before I even get into that, you can't, you can't even set up a strategy really without having a goal. Okay. You cannot set up a strategy without having a goal. So your goal needs to be as specific as possible, right? So let's, let's put this into context. Okay. You are going on vacation. Currently, you live in New York City, Manhattan, downtown, at some specific address, right? The corner of 79th and Lexington or something like that. Okay, I just made that up. Uh, and you want to go to, let's say, Phoenix, Arizona, okay? And you have a specific hotel that you're going to in Phoenix, Arizona, all right? How do you get there? How do you get from your exact location in New York City to your exact location in Phoenix, Arizona. How do you get there? Right? So at a high level, you know, you need to probably head West, right? You need to probably head West. You shouldn't head East if you ever want to get to Phoenix, Arizona, because it's probably not going to happen. You're going to hit the Atlantic ocean and then you're going to hit Europe 
and then you're going to hit Asia, right? And you're never going to really get there, honestly. I mean, technically, I guess you could, but you know what I'm saying. So yeah, you probably have to head west, right? That's the same thing as that right there is the same thing as I want to lose 50 pounds. I should probably start moving my body. Okay, good. You're doing something right. But the problem is if you start heading west from New York, you could end up in Minnesota. You could end up in California. You could end up in Oregon. You could end up in Texas, you know, because west is very vague. You could be southwest, northwest, whatever, right? You got longitude, latitude. There's so many variables that, that play into that. And what plays into your fitness objective, if you want to lose 50 pounds, is all those other things I mentioned earlier, okay? I want to lose 50 pounds. I should probably start moving my body. Well, moving your body can mean a bunch of different things. Does it mean weightlifting? Does it mean I need to build out some flexibility using yoga or something like that? Do, is my arterial health good? Do I need to do some cardio to build out my arterial health? Um, do I even have the stamina to do this sort of thing? Um, do I have an injury, a, a, an injury, a nagging injury from the past that's going to hold me back from doing certain things, even though those things are optimal? Um, and, and, you know, am I just, am I weak? Um, am I carrying around too much body fat right now? And it's hard for me to even physically perform some movements. And, 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 you know, <laughs> on the nutrition side, eating great, eating, eating clean, all that stuff is great. But you know, you start, you start trying to take action on that, which is very similar to, again, trying to head West to get to Arizona from New York. Um, what does that mean for you? Does that mean that instead of eating a bag of chips, you start eating, um, potatoes or sweet potatoes or rice, All right? That's a good move. But if you're, you know, if you're, if you're doing that wrong and you can definitely do that wrong, then it's actually not going to help you at all. And in some cases it can actually hurt you. Are you changing your, your primary protein source from cheeseburgers to turkey burgers. Seems like a good idea to a lot of people. I know a lot of people like to boast about eating turkey over ground beef. But, you know, ground turkey can be just as fattening as ground beef. And if you eat proportions um, that are they're similar and that the leanness is similar, you're going to end up in the same spot or worse. So, you know, that's just, that's just two like minor examples, but okay. So you have to get to Phoenix, Arizona, right? You're leaving New York city. You start heading West. Cool. So let's just say you head West and you're a couple States in and you need to do a little course correction, but you don't actually know how. So what do you do? What do you do? How do you get there? Well, you need to have a target, right? We talked about the target. You need to have a specific location that you're going to. And as you get closer and closer and closer to Arizona, if you don't have that specific target, then you're just going to be floundering, right? So if once, let's just say you get to Phoenix, you know, Phoenix is a big city. You know, you need to get to some specific hotel on some specific street and you have no idea how to get there. If you don't take the correct actions to try and find that specific target, you're just going to be circling the city over and over and over and over and over again. Well, the same thing happens in weight loss. The same thing happens in fitness. When people move kind of closer to that goal, they make some progress. They start floundering. They start floundering because they don't have a target. So they just start putting on a little bit of weight, losing a little bit of weight, getting a little stronger, maybe losing it. And they don't really know what to do because they don't have that specific target. Okay. So the importance of a target kind of drives everything. You have to have a specific goal. That specific goal drives your actions and it drives this whole thing I'm about to talk about regarding predictability. All right. So again, targeting is everything. 
having that goal is everything. So my recommendation for you, if you've never done this, but you know you need to lose weight, you know you want to get in shape, you know you have a physique goal that you want to get, you want to have a six pack, you want to have whatever goal, you want to sit, fit into like size four pants or size six jeans or whatever, um, the, the, the th first thing to do is to get as specific as possible with that. Right? Literally take out a piece of paper and write every single goal, even if it makes you uncomfortable. In fact, it should make you uncomfortable. It should give you a gut check. It should make you feel shallow a little bit. It should make you feel vain. No one's going to tell you that, by the way. But if you feel a little shallow and a little vain by writing your goal on paper, that's a good sign. Okay, Because I actually don't believe that there's anything shallow or anything vain about wanting to look amazing and wanting to feel amazing. But most people do. We are conditioned to feel that way. Right? Just like people are conditioned to feel like it's a bad thing to be rich, people are conditioned to feel like it's a bad thing to want an amazing body. They feel like that's shallow. They feel like that's vain. Well, that's not true. Okay, Because I can promise you this. If you wake up in the morning and you look in the mirror and you absolutely love your body, like you love everything about it, you're proud of it, you love the way your midsection looks, you have abs that you love, you have muscle definition that you love, you're lean and you feel good, that changes like every other aspect of your life, every other aspect of your life, right? And it lifts the burden off you of, holy shit, I'm so out of shape. Oh, I feel like crap. I look like crap. I'm bloated. I shouldn't have eaten that last night. I have no energy. It lifts all of that from you. Imagine what your life would be like if you didn't have to think about those things, if you literally never thought about those things, if they were not reality for you at all, okay? So there's nothing vain about that. There's nothing shallow about that. Your goals should give you a gut check. They should take the breath out of you for just a second. Like, man, I feel kind of uncomfortable writing this. Um, but that, those should be your goals. So if you've never done that, you must do that. You have to do that. It only takes a few minutes and it will change everything for you. So, all right, let's talk about predictability. Um, do you have predictability? Probably not. Most people don't know exactly how to get from where they're at to where they want to go in fitness and health right? Which is why they go to other, other places, other sources. They go to YouTube for information, right? Which ultimately leads to no results. Typically they go to uh, work with a personal trainer. Sometimes that works. I was a personal trainer for a long time in person at a gym training people. And that was great until I realized that I can't talk to them outside of that training session. I can't kind of course correct their nutrition when they're uh, outside the gym. I can't even really talk about nutrition. I was legally bound to stay in my lane of, okay, you're here for an hour. I can train you for one hour today. And that's it, right? When our session's over, our session's over, and we can't really talk after that. Um, I was legally bound to that. And most trainers are legally bound to that. So anyways, if you have no predictability, you'll go to something like a trainer, or you'll go to YouTube videos, or you'll go to read a book or something like that. You're not really at a loss of information right? But the problem is there's so much information and there's, it's so difficult to put it all together to make it actually make sense that most people can't, they don't know how to put it together to make sense, right? They don't, right? You could literally go teach yourself how to do heart surgery. If you wanted to, you could go watch every video on it. You could go watch live surgery videos. You could go read every medical book. If you really wanted to, you could do this. You could get all the information on how to do heart surgery. Does that mean that you're an expert at heart surgery? Absolutely not. Does that mean that you could perform heart surgery? Well, I wouldn't trust you to perform heart surgery on me. All right. That's just the reality. And the same goes for so many other things, right? You're not at a loss of information. You're at a loss of, of the right strategy. 
right? You're at a loss of the right strategy, the right system to get you from A to B. And that's, that's just the truth, all right? So let's talk about predictability. I'm gonna throw out three predictable goals, realistic goals that I hear all the time from people, clients, prospective clients, people I'm talking to, and they have no idea how to achieve these, okay? And all of these things, I know exactly how to get for people, right? Because I understand it, because I've been down this road. I've been down this road over and over and over and over again. I understand it. It's more than just information at this point. It's experience, right? So realistic goal number one, I want to lose 40 to 60 pounds over the next 12 months, okay? Those are numbers that I just hear all the time. I want to lose 40, 50, 60 pounds over the next 12 months. Do you know how to do that? Do you know how to do that? Chances are you don't. Now, in your mind right now, you might be thinking, yeah, I know how to do that, dude. I'm just going to like, I'm just going to not eat very much and I'm going to go run five miles a day every day and I'm going to go to the gym and I'm going to do an hour of lifting, right? And it's that vague. In your mind, it's that vague. I'll do, you know, a bunch of exercises, I'll lift a bunch of weights and I'll, <laughs> I'll ride my bike on the weekends, whatever. Um, that's great, okay? But there's so many things going on there that are going to prevent that from happening, Okay. What you're going to require mostly <laughs> in order to be able to do that, since you don't, that's not actually a system, right? There's so many things wrong with that system. But if that's your system, you're going to have to willpower your way through every single day in order to do that. And I can pretty much promise you this. No one can willpower their way through 365 days of effort without breaking down. Now, occasionally one out of a few hundred thousand people can do it. Sure. Right. Those are like the T 1000 robots of the world. There's not very many of those, but for people like me and you and everybody else who's probably watching this or listening to this, you can't do that. You know, you can't do that. Right. And, um, and, and, and that's what it's going to take. Okay. So yeah, in your mind, you might be thinking, shit. Yeah, I know. I can just go eat chicken and broccoli five times a day, every single day. And I can go run um, five miles every morning, and I can, I can, I can muster up the energy to go to the gym and do an hour of lifting every single, like five days a week, six days a week. And I know I can lose 50 or 60, 70 pounds over the next year. Okay. Now that might be true. Okay. But here's the thing, right? All of these things, they also come with this component of, is it predictable? Okay. But what about sustainable, predictable and sustainable? Sustainable should be this blanket thing that's attached to everything you think of when you think about fitness, because there is no real, there's no real uh, benefit to, to pursuing a fitness goal that you're only going to hold on to temporarily. There's, there's benefit from pursuing fitness goals. There's benefit from pursuing weight loss goals, but only in this mind, this, this space of, I want to, I want to achieve this and then I want to hold on to it for a long time. Okay. Otherwise there's not a whole lot of value in it. So think about this. You want to be able to lose 50, 60, 70 pounds over the next 12 months. But then do you want to put it all back on the following 12 months? Probably not, right? So it's all about setting it up the right way so that you can actually achieve it and you don't have to willpower your way through it and because chances are you're not going to be able to anyway. And then you can go on to sustain it over time, right? So I know exactly how to do that, right? And, and I've, just because I've done it so many times now. But think about this. Do you know how to do that? Do you know how to lose 60 pounds over the next 12 months? And by the way, along the way, still eating Thanksgiving dinner in a few months with your family, still having a Christmas dinner with your friends and family, still being able to eat some things that uh, you probably think you can't in order to do that so that that willpower is no longer a problem, right? That's kind of the rub. That's what it takes to be able to, um, to get that realistic goal predictably, right? Is to have those things that make the whole process, the whole situation enjoyable. So 
Um, that's like kind of like the easy one, right? Realistic goal number two. This is the most challenging one, um, I would say, probably for most people. And this is also one that's extremely common. A lot of people want this. Whether they think it's too vain or shallow to admit, they want this. I want to have a six-pack, okay? I want to have a six-pack, and I want to keep that six-pack for at least five years. And I want to be able to eat pizza regularly while I'm doing it, right? So there's like a three-tier piece to this whole goal, right? I'm going to say it again. (laughs) Realistic goal number two, I want a six-pack. I want to be able to keep that six-pack for at least five years, absolute minimum five years, and I want to be able to eat pizza regularly. Do you have a system that will give you that outcome predictably right now? Like you know exactly what to do to get there. Chances are you probably don't, right? Because the percentage of people who actually achieve a six pack is is very low, but that's not because they're not capable. It's because they don't know what to do, right? Now it takes a lot of of honesty to be able to open up and, and say, I have no idea how to do that. I don't know how to do it. Okay. I'm sure crunches are involved at some point. I'm sure nutrition plays a big role. I'm sure I should probably be in the gym a little bit, but I really don't know what to do. Let's, I'll just be totally honest with you. I have no idea the strategy. Okay. Much like people know how to build a house, but not really. Now Mark's online, Mark Hudson, and he's a builder for a living. What's going on, Mark? Uh, Mark knows how to build a house, but for the rest of us, you know, we know that we have to build a foundation, probably pour concrete. We know we need to build uh, the frame right? Out of wooden studs or whatever, but we don't really know how to build a house. Not really. Okay. I have to screw some stuff together, you know, got to install windows, but I'm, I don't know how to build a house. I'm not an architect. I'm not a builder. I'm not a contractor. I don't know how to do it. And I have an engineering background. I would consider myself academically and technically, um, trained and relatively smart experienced, but I don't know how to build a house. Okay. But I do know how to do this. I know how to take someone from pretty much any physical state, get them a six pack and then have them hold on to it for a long time, right? Five years minimum. Sure. I just kind of made up that number because it's long. And so it's a long period of time and still eat pizza regularly. I know how to deliver that. Right. And so do you, my question is, do you, if that's a goal of yours, if you want a six pack, do you have a predictable system that can give you that outcome and all those other little nuances I just talked about? Okay. Think about that. So realistic goal number three, let's explore this one. This is another common one. By the way, all these, again, these are common goals that I get told uh, a lot and I get, I get thrown my way quite a bit. Uh, This one is, I want to build my strength from anywhere between 10 and 300% over the next year, 10 and 300%. Now, most of the time it's not articulated that way. Most of the time it's articulated like, Hey, I want to be able to bench press my body weight, or I want to be able to lift a box of, maybe I have a physical job. I want to be able to lift a box of tools off the ground, a hundred pound box of tools, tote, like a tool to like a friggin' tote of uh, like power tools or something. Maybe I work construction. I want to be able to lift that up comfortably and move it from one place to another um, or something like that. And I can't do that right now. I literally can't even lift it right now, or I need, you know, it's a two person lift or something like that. Um, you know, those are, those are two like kind of ways that would come up. And do you know how to do that? (laughs) Do you know how to build out that strength so that you can do that kind of thing? And these numbers, by the way, aren't, they're not realistic. I mean, they're not unrealistic. Okay. 10 to 300%. That's not unrealistic. Now, 10% is if you're already kind of doing well in the, in the gym and you have some strength and you, you can press a lot of weight or you can deadlift a lot of weight, 
do you know how to increase it? Maybe you feel like you've plateaued over the last year or two. Do you know how to increase that? Do you have a predictable way to increase that? And most people don't. They, what they did for a long time was they just tried to lift heavier and heavier and heavier and they got some results and they got strong, but then they hit this wall where they just don't feel like they can progress anymore. And, <laughs> and that's because doing the same thing over and over and over again only gets you so far. So how do you take it to the next level? Right? Well, that's where their predictable system comes in. Now on the other end of that spectrum, if you aren't in any sort of like actual physical shape, any good physical shape right now, you don't go to the gym, you don't work out, you don't train you don't have any real strength, okay? And that was me years ago, <laughs> by the way. If you don't have any real strength, and that's most of my clients too, by the way, do you know how to go from that state to being able to, to, to lift a lot of weight or to, um, to move a, a heavy object that you couldn't previously move? I'll give you an example. Um, you know, I've worked with clients who have never really been in the gym at all. They've never really done any weightlifting at all. And an adult man who's 180, 200, 300 pounds, somewhere in that range, I know it's a big range, but somewhere in that range should be able to bench press an empty bar. An empty bar is 45 pounds typically, okay? If you can't bench press an empty bar, then you have a lot of strength to build. And I can very easily take someone from being able to bench to barely lift an empty bar, an empty barbell bar and bench that for a few times to a space where they can bench like 135 pounds. Okay. 45 pounds to 135 pounds. Think about the magnitude of growth there, right? That's, that's massive. And then eventually work their way up to their body weight. And, uh, and that's, it's, it's more than just doing the same thing over and over and over and over again, a program that is designed to increase that, to improve that push strength, which by the way, it's not just about the bench press at this point, guys. Okay. Having bench press strength means it implies that you have strength in your entire upper body. Okay. You have strength in your back, believe it or not, the back engages every time you do a bench press. So you have back strength, which is only going to help you literally for the rest of your life, no matter what you do. Back strength is incredible to have. It gives you chest strength. Okay. So your, your chest gets stronger. Your shoulders get stronger, right? Everything up here gets stronger. Your arms get stronger. And strength, again, will only ever help you. The more strength you have, the better life gets, just in general. You want to throw your kids over your shoulder? Throw your kids over your shoulder. It becomes easier. You want to pick up your wife, right? And you want to, like, carry her around the house and flirt with her and be romantic? Boom, easy, right? You can do it now because you're stronger. Um, you want to, like, uh, build something around the house? You want to build a deck? You want to build a retaining wall? Whatever. All that stuff becomes easier. It doesn't matter what you're doing. Everything in life becomes easier. Going up and down the stairs, easier. Carrying groceries into the house, easier. Um, you know, going into the office and having to, to help um, reset up a, a, a room or something, like redesign um, a cubicle, like, I don't know, area. I'm just making stuff up. Anyways, all that stuff becomes easier, okay? Just life becomes easier. You, you, you blow a tire and you have to get out and change a tire. Well, if you're stronger, right? Even if you have the right tools, even if you have the right jack, even if you have the right tire iron, okay? And you already know how to, to change a spare tire. Guess what's easier when you're stronger, when you have more forearm strength, when you have more grip strength, when you have more upper body strength, guess what's easier? Changing friggin' tires, turning that tire iron, right? Cranking up that jack and changing that tire, pulling the tire off, putting it in the trunk, taking the spare tire out, putting that on. All that stuff is so much easier when you're stronger, right? Now, 
you know, my wife's a prime example. She's um, by all accounts thin and relatively fit. Um, she ha- she would have massive trouble with stuff like that, right? Just she doesn't have a ton of strength, right? But if you have strength, right? Strength, and a lot of people think a lot of different things when they hear strength. But just in general, imagine what life would be like if you had strength, if you had strength to do all this stuff, right? So that's when people come to me and they say, I want to build my strength from, you know, X percent. I want to I be able to lift this much. Then it's so much more than that. And so if you don't have goals of strength, then I encourage you to change your mind. I encourage you to change that so that you have strength as some sort of output, right? It's more than just aesthetics at this point. It's more than just big numbers in the gym. This is about strength that you can use in your life, right? Functional strength, moving a couch when you have to move, like loading a moving truck or a moving van, that stuff becomes so much easier. So, you know, all these things have one thing in common, right? They require a strategy. I talk about strategy all the time, right? They require a strategy. In order to have predictability, you have to have a goal, like I mentioned earlier, but you also have to have a strategy, and the strategy has to be right. It can't be some some weird kind of haphazard random thing. Um, and you also need to have the right mindset, right? Because you can't have predictability in anything if you don't have the right mindset. It, it's, it's the truth. You can't. Now, um, you can follow a strategy kind of aimlessly, and you'll get some results. But if you're not in the right mind space of I'm doing this, I'm following this strategy and the intention of this strategy is to get me this specific result and I can kind of connect to that. I can see that result. I can visualize that result and it's, it's it makes sense, right? If you don't have that mindset, then you're just going to be floundering. Okay? You're going to be following the tactical stuff to a T, but you're not really going to be getting anywhere. Um, you know, I want to use the example of, of learning a new sport. Okay. So when I was 30 years old, I took up ice hockey for the first time ever. I had skated in the past. I'd never played hockey. So I started playing hockey, right? And I was really terrible. That's <laughs> really, as you can imagine, if you go 30 years without playing hockey and then you start playing hockey for the first time and you're playing with people who are much better than you, then you, you, you look really bad, right? Um, but I was focused on it. I was focused on it. And then I started seeking mentorship. I started asking people to show me what to do. And I decided to be coachable. I decided to be coachable. I, I checked my ego at the door, right? It was really hard because I'm a 30 year old man, right? I have, you know, I had a successful <laughs> job and a family and I felt good about myself, right? I had money, right? But this is one thing where I was a complete beginner, complete beginner, And it was hard for me, but I checked my ego at the door and I said, you know what? Treat me the same way you would treat an eight-year-old kid who's just learning how to play, right? Just teach me the basics. I need to know literally everything. How do I use my edges on my skates? How do I hold my stick the right way? How do I catch a pass? How do I shoot, right? How should I stand? How should I have my head? You know, should I look, (laughs) how should I tilt my head? Because all this stuff matters. I know that. How should my center of gravity be? Where should I, how do I balance the right way? right? How do I pivot? How do I change direction? Stuff like that. And now where's my positioning? How do I change positioning? Where should I be standing? Where should I be going to on the ice to get a pass, to make a play? And I was coachable and I made sure that I listened to everything my coach said and told me to do. And because of that, I actually took off very quickly, right? I took off very quickly. I learned how to skate backwards like that. I learned how to do crossovers and C cuts and, and tight turns and pivots and transitions and uh, slap shots and wrist shots and snapshots. And, you know, I learned those things very, very quickly. And at 34 years old, you know, I, I'm, I'm, I'm very comfortable on the ice. 
Okay. And, uh, and that's kind of what it takes now, never in a million years did I think I would ever play hockey. And the first time I stepped on the ice, I was absolutely terrified. Okay. But this came down to a few different things. One was obviously putting in the work. You can't learn how to play hockey until you step on the ice and pick up a stick. You have to be on the ice to learn, right? So in order to lose weight, in order to, to get fit, you have to move your body. Obviously you have to eat correctly. Yes. <laughs> All right. You have to eat something that is healthy. Okay. But that's not enough. Okay. That's not enough. What's in order to actually get results and then get them relatively quickly is to have someone teach you how to do it, to mentor you through that process, but not just anyone, someone who's been down that path, who's done that before, not just for themselves, but for other people. Right. So I didn't just go out into a, like a public skating situation and just like skate around. I know that if I had 10 or 20 years, I could probably figure out how to do everything maybe, but having a coach accelerated my results very quickly, right? That person, that coach that who I paid by the way, was able to look at my form and say, no, 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 dude, you need to get a little bit lower, right? You need to dig in your inside edge when you're doing this, right? Put all your pressure on your toe when you're doing a reverse C cut, right? Um, when you're doing a tight turn, right, you want to really lean and trust your edge and push through your heels really, really, really hard. And then when you go to take off in a different direction, you know, you need to do this with your feet and, do, and hold your stick over here and do that kind of like very little subconscious things that he knows that there's no way I could have figured out without being coached and not without being taught that not in any short amount of time. The same thing goes for this stuff, right? The same thing applies here. And so I was happy to pay this person because I got so much out of it, right? And several thousand dollars later and several sessions later, um, I, you know, again, I feel very comfortable and I have the same result and I can skate and I can play and, and anyway, it's a lot of fun. So it's very, very similar, right? You want to take on something that you, that is brand new to you, even if you think you kind of know how to do it, right? If you don't actually know how to do it, you're going to end up kind of sort of getting results instead of getting those predictable results, right? So again, the last thing, you know, I said that you need to have the right strategy you need to have the right mindset, but you also need to have the right form of measurement in order to have predictability. You need to have measurement. And how do you have measurement? You do that through accountability. So the right accountability is crucial because it gives you this constant feedback of here's what I need to do. And I kind of, I, I'm measuring it. And as I'm measuring it, you know, I'm, I, I can't, I can't really come up short because I'm accountable, right? So I'm, I'm accountable to this, this metric that I said I would meet. And what's better than just having a metric that you have to meet is having a metric that you have to meet that someone else is watching and someone else is counting on and someone else is reviewing at all times. And when you have those things in place, it's very, 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 very difficult to fail. But more importantly, it's predictable. It produces a predictable outcome. Okay. So actually here's another, um, here's another realistic goal that I hear all the time. Um, this one is how to improve, like, okay, I want to improve my stamina. I want to improve my endurance. I want to improve my energy by, you know, X percent, 10%, 50%, 100%. I want to double my speed. I want to double my endurance. I want to be able to run for twice as long as I can right now, right? Do you know the ability to, do you know what it takes to actually do that, right? In your head, you're probably thinking, well, I just run more, right? I just need to run more. Um, no, there's more, there's a lot more to it, right? To have stamina and energy and endurance, those, those things are, are trained far differently than anything else. And if you just think that you can go and ride your bike 
to build cardiovascular endurance. Well, it's a lot more than that. It's a lot more than that. There's a whole strategy of periodization, how you approach that, how many uphills you're doing, how many downhills you're doing, how many sprints you're doing, how much low intensity work you're doing, right? And, and the combination of those things contribute to this overall goal, right? Because now you're no longer doing cardio for weight loss attempt and a weight loss attempt, which by the way, you shouldn't be doing cardio specifically for weight loss anyway, but you're no longer trying to do cardio for a weight loss attempt or any, anything else. You're specifically doing cardio to try and improve stamina and endurance. And how you approach that is just so much different than how you approach any other goal that is tied to cardio. Does that make sense? Um, so, you know, again, I'm, I'm going to ask you this question. Do you have a predictable system that you set a new goal you know that you could set a new goal today and you could apply that system and you have everything identified down to a T. And if you followed that blueprint, you would get that result. Like it is predictable to that point. Do you have that right now? All right. So if you do, that's awesome and a little surprising. <laughs> uh, that's great. That means you're in a good spot. That means you've been doing this a long time. That means that you've spent some time testing and trying and failing year after year after year, and you've probably been educated by someone who's been down this road, maybe a trainer, maybe a coach, maybe a health professional. And so you kind of know what you're doing, which is awesome. That's cool. Uh, if you don't, guys, if you don't have those predictable results, you don't have a predictable system, you don't know exactly what to do to get the outcome that you want. If you don't have that, right, then I invite you to jump on a call with me and we can talk about what it takes to get that result for you. Right? Because whatever you're struggling with, <laughs> I can guarantee you that I've, I've seen it all, I've heard it all, and a predictable system exists for whatever it is you're trying to achieve. Right? So if you want to jump on a call with me and talk about those things, talk about what's working, talk about what's not working, then I invite you to do that. And you can do that by going over to my website at gordonalight.com forward slash apply. Right? And I'll put that in the comments. I'll put that in the show notes if you're listening to this on the podcast. Um, again, that's at Gordon A. Light, it's just my name, dot com forward slash apply. And when you go over to that site, guys, you're going to be taken right to my scheduler. Just pick a time on the calendar that works for you and enter your information. And I will call you at that time. And we again, we can talk about what has been working, what hasn't been working. What is the goal you're going after? Uh, why, why do you want predictability? Do you have predictability or do you have no predictability? Do you want to accelerate things from where you're at now to where you want to go, right? We'll talk about all those things. And if it turns out that we're a great fit to work together and you want to join the mind body Academy and make that happen, that's awesome. Okay. That's great. If you don't, that's cool too. Right? So we'll take a look. And, um, and I, and I love these calls because no matter what happens at the end of this call, if nothing else, you're going to have amazing clarity around what it is your goal truly is that you want and a, a, a way to start moving towards that. Okay. So again, if you want to do that, if you want to make this a reality, if you're done messing around, you want predictability in your life, you want to know that six months, nine months from now that you have this result. All right. Then again, go over to my website at gordonalight.com forward slash apply. So uh, that's going to do it for today, guys. Thank you so much for joining those of you who hopped on live. And again, if you're listening to this on the podcast, then uh, please head over to iTunes and leave me a rating and a review if you got value out of this. And um, feel free to share it with anyone in your life that needs to hear this message. So, all right, guys, uh, again, that's going to do it for me. Thank you so much. Have an amazing weekend. And I'll talk to you soon.